welcome to the round five preview. I'm live here at the Vines recording this introduction and having too much fun on holidays. So I'm going to let you get straight into the trade news with Ponyfish, who has a special guest on with a special segment tonight. And then we'll move straight into the round preview with Stars and Legless. And I'll be back on Sunday night with normal transmission resuming. So thanks very much to Pony, his special guest, Stars and Legless, for putting this podcast together tonight. Great work, guys. So welcome, everyone, tonight to the Trade Whispers. We have a special guest, Manic Monkeys, joining us. How are you going, Manic Monkeys? How you going, Pony? Very good, very good. Mate, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, I thought we could kick off, and um, I know you've been quite keen to, to do a segment on the tradability ratings of each team so far this season. Um, so yeah. did, you want, did you want to kick us off with the first team and, and your thoughts? I thought uh, it would be a good idea just to quickly go through the list. Uh, it seems to be... Interesting, a few people, uh, what actually constitutes going on the list and how long you're on there if you get on there. Ah, the famous uh, list. The famous list, mate. So, <laughs> uh, funny story, I actually had one of the teams uh, message me overnight asking if he was still on the list and if he was able to trade with me. So, uh, <laughs> it's quite funny because he was never on the list. First. But uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, so there's, there's a few stages of the list. Uh Bit, bit like the AFL injury list, you've got your indefinite stay on the list, uh, which is currently occupied by Slippery Gypsies. Uh, terrible trader, absolutely terrible, atrocious trader. Yes, um, yes. yes. Uh, we have a one to four week ban, uh, and we also have the probationary period where if you stuff it up again, you go onto the indefinite list. So that's the uh, that's the stages. There's only two people on the list at the moment. Uh, I'm speaking to you, you're one of them. But uh, you're on probation, buddy. You're only on probation now. Probation, probation. Probation. Oh, here we go. I, I, I like a few of your your recent, you know, your recent activity. Yeah, you know, is impressing me. And yeah, I think you're you're just on a bit of probation now. Good to hear. Good to hear. What's <laughs> what's your what's your thoughts on some of the teams? Then I'll, I'll maybe I'll throw a couple of names at you, and then I'll get you to talk talk a few through yourself. So. Um, have you had any any contact with team or from Team Awesome so far? Uh, no, team, team Awesome is probably one that I haven't really had much to do with. Um, yeah, he's probably one that you you might be able to fill in a bit more than me. He's, uh, yeah, one of the few teams that are just uh, yeah I haven't had the chance to at the moment. But um, yeah, yeah, what's I, your thoughts? I, I give uh, I give Team Awesome a, a good tradability rating. So. Um, He's not a massive trader, but certainly when you do have a discussion around a trade, there's no there's no pissing around. You don't want to you don't want to beat a, beat around the bush with the trade. Um, so he's pretty pretty straight up with with what he wants. Um, you know, he he takes kind of into consideration what you want back, and you're either going to come to a deal straight away or you're not. There's there's not going to be two hours of negotiation. So yeah, definitely rate him. We'll, 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 just, we'll just give him an eight. How does an eight sound? Yeah, I think eight an eight's, eight's pretty fair. Yeah. I mean, he's probably got to get more activity to, to get a 10. So eight's probably fair. 
yeah, haven't heard any complaints um, as of yet about him. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with the eight. Yep. How about the next one? Who do you want to do next? Uh, I think Dazed and Confused is an interesting one. Um, very, very, very much under the radar this season in, in terms of his season in general. Not a big conversationalist. Um, I think he's I think he's a good good trader, but he's very attached to his players. So um, he wants a bit of a hail mary offer to be able to to get any tra- any players out of him. Uh, I tried to get acres off him recently, threw him a few pretty decent offers. Uh, but as I said, he gets very attached to his players, which is fair enough. You know, not everyone wants to uh, be like disposable heroes and, and throw every player out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think where he is on the ladder kind of reflects that he wants. Yeah, he's happy with his team, and at the moment, I'd probably give him a five. Just just on that, he's, I don't think you're going to get much out of him at the moment. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think that's fair. I think I've only had one brief conversation with him um, where he was wondering whether he could get Josh Kelly off me um, and trying to use Zach Merritt at the time. Um, but yeah, I which totally is, agree with which you. Is I, isn't the worst trade around. No. Uh, yeah, Merritt's capable of getting the same scores as Kelly, probably not as consistent. So, you know, you get a, get a lesser player in there and you've got a deal. So, I, I, know, I, think, he's, oh. I, know, he's, I know he's not a fan of um, uh, kind of bench, fringe starter type players getting traded for each other. He, he's either uh, a big trade or no trade at all kind of, kind of guy. Yeah, which is fair enough. Uh, I, don't, I don't like a lot of the uh, two and two for ones and three for ones and four for ones that are getting thrown around. I just see them as pointless, you know. Um, yeah, two, two for one isn't too bad, but uh, a lot of the two for ones, <laughs> using slippery as an example, you know, asking for two A graders for an A plus, you know, it just doesn't get it done. So no, no, not, especially not in the keeper league. Maybe last season when it wasn't a keeper, but yeah, not not at this stage. How about uh, our mate Aussie Merker making his way around Europe? Have you had much contact from him so far? Yeah, he's another interesting one. Obviously, new this year. Um, still kind of having a feel out of, of what we're like, I suppose. Um, but look, he's, he's active in the trade talks. Um, he's active on the forums and he's at least attempting to do a trade. Um, that's... You know the offers that he's he's putting out aren't unreasonable. No. Um, probably he's probably a little bit off, not massively, a little bit off. Just getting a few trades done, but he's he's getting there. I'd probably say he's closer. You know, maybe a six six would be a good rating for him. He's 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 wants to trade. He's active in the trades, but he's just not quite getting them done at the moment. Yeah, I'd be interested when he's back in Australia. I reckon the time difference at the moment's not kind of helping him while he's travelling and jumping on trains and planes and whatnot kind of in a short space of time. I think that's what's kind of holding him back, um, having the time to kind of just talk through a deal and get it done. Looking at his team, though, I think he's he seems like he's fishing for a big... He's going for a big fish. Uh, he's got a lot of, you know, fringe players or second-tier players um, yeah. that he's trying to package up, uh, which is fair enough if you've got... A bit of a little bit of quality on your bench, you know, you can do those sort of deals. But yeah, when he gets back, I think he'll he'll start making it happen. I reckon within uh, Goldstein and Mumford are going to be definitely at some point. I reckon one of them gets traded along the way. Um, you know, as someone maybe gets a injury 
could even be myself with Steph Martin, you know, getting dropped for Archie Smith, something like that. Um, because, well, actually, he has Archie Smith too. So he has Archie Smith, Mumford, uh, and Goldstein. So I think they're going to definitely be part of packages kind of when he gets back home. I think what he needs to be doing is uh, trading one of them for a forward ruck, um, dual position player, you know, get rid of a Goldstein for a, uh, just an example, Rory Lobb type. Not that I want to trade a Rory Lobb, but um, because having two bona fide rucks just doesn't seem to work. No, 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 I agree, agree. Especially, yeah, like Mumford and Goldstein certainly definitely would hold some value, even Archie Smith. So it's it's a lot of value that you can kind of package together um, for other assets, kind of fill other gaps. So, yeah, I think I think we'll see him get active. Um, yep. Who else do you want to do next? Uh, why don't we go to Geelong? Oh, Geelong. Long. Uh, I don't know about you, going to last season, I haven't had a lot of experience with him this year, but last season, uh, Geelong's tactics of trading is like beating you into submission. He, uh, he wants a player off you and he will pester the absolute fuck out of you. So eventually you turn around and go, fuck, I'm just going to do the trade. So he shuts the fuck up. <laughs> um, that was, uh, he tried to get side bottom off me last year. The amount of texts he sent me about side bottom. Um, yeah, that was my experience with him. I think he has mellowed since Baby Viper came along. Um, he doesn't seem as angry these days. So, not likely to beat you into submission. But, uh, yeah, this season, I'm not too sure. Have you had uh, any trade talks with him this year, mate? Yeah, so he did throw around or have a sniff around Josh Kelly. Um, initially when Kelly was out for the first week or two. Um, and yeah, like pretty well just told him straight up, wasn't interested. Uh, I've had one trade offer from him this week. Um, so yeah, probably jump into a, a quick whisper. Um, earlier on in the week, he offered Bruce and Christensen um, trying to get Libra off me. <laughs> he offered the same two for five, mate. Yeah, he's, so, uh, he's he's going down slippery territory, mate. If he's going to start offering shit like that, he is. He is, and uh, actually, I think I spoke to Legless, and I think he might have even received the same offer for Pollock, <laughs> Pollock, or I mean Tom Phillips. So look, they're, they're a bit more realistic. Uh, Pollock is not a good, not a gun player by any means, but Christensen, he's, you may as well go get a player off the free agency list because he ain't going to be in that team too long. Yeah, although he did start well tonight. I don't know what he ended up on. He was um, about 30 at quarter time. Um, but yeah, I've had him before and Christensen's dime a dozen off the waiver list, kind of high 60s, early 70s. So um, yeah, he was he was dreaming. Yeah, um, well, he's taken, he's taken Zach Bailey's spot at the moment, who's a walk-up start, you would have thought, with the, uh, with the way they're progressing. So he yeah. won't be there long. What what do you reckon we what what would you rate him? I'd probably at this stage. I'd I'd be leaning to towards a five or six, just purely because I'm yeah. I just don't know where he's at. He seems to be throwing a few trades around, but I think he's just throwing around for the sake of it. Uh, He knows they're not going to happen. Yeah, Um, he's not silly, but. yeah, but he's also not throwing any trades around, to my knowledge. You might know better than me, being the whisperer, but 
uh, he's not throwing too much around that people would actually go for. So he's very much yeah fishing, fishing to see if he can kind of get a deal that's slightly in his favour um, to go through. So yeah, I'd probably have him around a four or a five in my ratings. He's not someone I've ever been able to get a trade done with because um, I think we're both pretty headstrong in what we what we want. So yeah, that's kind of where I'd have him. Um, Easy solution though to to. Get rid of a trade talk from Geelong is just bring up Blakely in the conversation, and you won't hear anything back. So very true. Just uh, just a tip for uh, the listeners there. Very true. Very true. I did use that one last night. <laughs> Lovely. Um, what about disposable heroes? Your favourite neighbour? Yeah, look, I, I I like what he's brought to the comp, mate. Um, he he's very active, and he's obviously his team name says it all. He doesn't really have any attachment to the players whatsoever. Um, he's obviously the second half of the one and only mega trade. Um, he doesn't, you know, yeah, he'll put any player up and I've had a lot of trade talks with him. Um, pretty, yeah, yeah pre- I, I've rated pre- pretty high to be honest. Probably, probably an eight, seven or an eight, I would have thought. Yep, I'd have him around the same spot. There's been, yeah, uh, one offer along the way which I offered to him and he actually said, actually, that's a completely fair offer. Um, but just for whatever reason, it wasn't kind of the right fit for his team um, in in what he had. So um, yeah, he's pretty pretty straightforward. Once again, he's kind of along the same lines as kind of Team Awesomer and that he doesn't muck around, um, willing to take a risk. As far as I can kind of tell as well. So yeah, well, I think the the thing that's probably holding him back to to having more trades done is because he's. He's got the obviously the Grundy. Uh, he got another deal done this week, um, which I'm sure you'll go through later with obviously Martin. Yep. Uh, and then he's got uh, so yeah Grundy, Martin, and Dangerfield. So now he's got the three big fish. He doesn't have a lot of trade bait left. No, he's he's very much a lot of two for ones or three for ones. Is kind of his type of deal going forward now, and then try and replenish through the um, waiver list. So. Yeah, the other way you look at it, though, is he's got three very good keepers going into next season if, uh, if Martin can get his form back. Um, if you get three or four or five of your 13 as A-grade, uh, A-grade talent, you're looking very good for next season. Yeah, yeah. If you can snag a few good players kind of early in the draft before next season, you're pretty well your starting 18 set. So, yep, well, eight definitely. Out eight out of 10, Steve-O. Good Eight name. out of ten. Eight out of ten. <laughs> what about uh, old mate stars? Yeah, look, I'll throw this one back to you, mate. I have had absolutely nothing to do with stars. Um, I don't even recall seeing any offers put up on the chat or any trade trade talk coming from him. Uh, I might be wrong, but uh, he seemed one back at the draft, very content with his team. Uh, he was Sam Walsh, is that right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so he's obviously gone for a similar sort of list build to me. He's got the younger guys coming through, but he pipped me the little shit fucking getting Walsh. But anyway, um, got him to pick after I got Darcy. But look, tradeability. Yeah, I don't know, mate. What are you? What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I can't say. Like we have had discussions, but probably more just general discussions around players that haven't gone much further. Um, he's definitely been in a few different discussions or whispers along the way, but probably more people targeting 
his players. So I know Slippery Gypsies was targeting McCluggage off him. Um, obviously, everyone has an interest in Walsh, but I don't think anyone's really um, going to even bother because um, that would take a mega deal. Yeah, um, I think he's a bit dazed and confused, to be honest. I, uh, he's but he happy wants, with his team. Happy he's happy with his team. People, he's happy to listen to listen to trade talk, but uh, he's happy with what he's got, so he's not going to go fishing around, yeah. uh, which is fair enough. So, yeah, purely on that, he'd, he'd be uh, he'd be down with the three or four just because he's not really that interested, but he'll listen to you. Yeah, oh, I think you got to, I think we've got to rate him a five. He's going to be salty if we don't rate him a five, like dazed <laughs> and confused. So, uh, Well, just just because him and Legless uh, talked down mine and Gypsy's uh, game last week, I'm going to give him a two. So, All right, all right. Two, two from you? Yeah, damn right. Two from you, that'll fire him up. What about uh, Hawker? Yeah, old Hawker. Uh, well, geez, mate, he hasn't really got a hell of a lot to trade with, to be honest. Some of the... Uh, he's, he's doing well off the free agency list. You've got to give him that. And I'm sure yes. in the podcast tonight, he'll be uh, bringing up my check every five, every five seconds and uh, much for muchness. Much for much less money. Shots, uh, shots every time you hear my check, everyone, when you yeah. uh, listen to the podcast. Drink again if you hear much for muchness. And yeah, you'll be pretty pissed at the end of the podcast. Anyway, um, yeah, look, he he's a hard ass, mate. He's a hard ass with trading. Um, I haven't had a lot to do with him, but from what I've seen, he ain't uh, getting a trade done anytime soon. I'd, I'd have him down with a two or a three, to be honest. Yeah, I think um, I don't think we've really had any discussions on trades this season, um, and certainly noticed a bit of a difference with him this season compared to the first two that we've had in this in this league. He he was usually one of the most aggressive players on trades um, this season, not so much. But I think, as you alluded to, probably his list profile. Um, he's got some great players. Obviously, Tom Mitchell to come back next season. Um, etc. that he's not going to trade. Um, and then he's got a lot of bit pieces that he's either picked up off the waiver list or kind of young developing guys that are a little bit unproven. So He'd yeah. be, I'd be very interested to see his 13 at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, he's obviously got the few coming back. Uh, I, I would like to ask him, um, if he listens to this before his podcast, if uh, he regrets taking Mitchell for this season at that pick. Cause, yeah, uh, interesting I, question. I think he would have would have slid down. I don't think there would have been too many that would have grabbed him in the first round. I certainly wouldn't have. Well, for, yeah, from my perspective, I can confirm on the day I was saying I was going to pick, pick Mitchell at nine, but my strategy around saying that was I wanted someone to pick him early so that he was off the board um, and that only meant that there was you know, the Lairds and Josh Kellys, et cetera, that hopefully would slip through to my second pick. So that was my strategy with that. Yeah, I, I think he's. I think he might be a little bit sour. <laughs> um, he thought his list was going to be a bit better than what it, what it has turned out to be. But, yeah, obviously the Mitchell, Mitchell is a massive factor of that. But um, now he's trying to, yeah, get the players off the free agency list because he just – I don't think he wants to trade – with anyone without a Hail Mary, to be honest. So, yeah, he gets a two from me. Yeah, I think I think he's around that kind of two to three as a rating as well. It'd be interesting, I reckon, with him whether he, um, like if he does cop some more losses in a row, whether he 
kind of goes the slippery gypsy strategy and if there is an older guy on his list, I can't kind of think of any off the top of my head that isn't going to fit into his 13 keepers, whether he um, looks to, you know, recruit young talent that potentially is in his 13. So see if he gets a bit more active. Yeah, I, I, I don't think he will. Uh, I think he'll try and back himself to uh, get the talent off the free agency list. And uh, I don't know, maybe he's got 13 13 keepers, but I just don't. I just don't see it on his list. You look through his back line. He's, you know, he's got the likes of, you know, Witherden's good, but you got the likes of Impey, Hardwick, Alira, Lear. Well, you know, he's, got, he's got a decent midfield, but Cruiser's not going to. You know, he's not. Cruiser probably retire or break down again. You know, he's got a lot of crap in there. Yeah, but um, yeah, he's got a lot of good players, but yeah, I don't think he's got the 13. So yeah, it'd be interesting. End of the year, I reckon he'll be. He'll be gone maybe for bulk trades, but we'll see. Yeah, no, be interesting with him. Um, I think that probably takes us to our favourite, probably Slippery Gypsies. <laughs> oh, Gypsies! All right, where do you I start? Think, oh, mate, where do you where do you start? I think this uh, the Gypsies are in a bit of disarray, mate, on and off the field. Heads are rolling. Romanian cheer squad just is uh, not happy. Um, they're not even getting a mention from uh, podcasts. Oh, mate, they've probably all gone off the podcast the way he's performing at the moment. Um, yeah, I mean, when you when you're dishing up guys like Ward, who's out for a year, Cameron Hanley, those are the players that you you're dishing up time and time again for a trade. You, you're dishing up potatoes, and you, you're expecting a ribeye back with a free beer. It just ain't going to happen. So, I. Can't see him getting a trade done anytime soon. I, I would have thought he's a one, if 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 even that. He, he he's, he's talking the trade, but he talking the trade. He wants to do the trade, but he's quivering in the corner below the stairs. He he do, he just won't pull the trigger, mate. He does he does like a laugh with the trade with some silly offers, but yeah, it is it is funny when a half decent offer comes through. He doesn't really know how to react, so. Um, I think he thinks um, people are trying to uh, pull a fast one on him. But the, I think that from what I've seen, there has been a lot of legitimate trades out there. Merker's offer today wasn't the worst offer I've seen. Um, and I'm sure there's been some pretty good ones around for Rockliffe. You know, Rockliffe's the one bit of trade bait I think he's really got. And if he, you know, there's a lot of good offers for him. I think uh, I think Rockliffe and Robbie Grayer is too that if he starts to see a season slipping away, they'll definitely end up going. And obviously his target seems to be twenty seven year olds or less um to build with. And then I think Lloyd and Wits are his kind of non negotiable um keepers definitely taking through. But other than that, he's completely open with his thirteen, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I just can't. Yeah, I can't see him getting too much done, mate. But I mean, it gets to the point where you know, <laughs> when uh, when he starts chucking them at me, mate, I've I've chucked him that many dud offers now, to be honest, because uh, <laughs> I I just know that he wouldn't accept me even if they were good. I've thrown pretty much every crap player I have at him just <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the fun of it now. But yeah, he's he was made well clear six weeks ago that he's on that list indefinitely. So um, any talks after that? We're never going to happen. So, uh, he's a, so he's a one. 
He's a, he's a one, mate. He, I, I, I'm tempted to give him a zero, to be honest, but he's a one. I'll give him a one. And he's uh, will will. Do you think he'll ever come out of uh, be removed off the list? Like, is there a period of time that he can then see himself back on the one to four week probation? Well, I'd be interested to see his Rockcliffe trade. I think Rockcliffe will go. Um, if if he bites the bullet and he accepts a decent trade for that, he might he, he might see himself off the list. But what he's dishing up at the moment, he's you know he was only on a two week probation a few weeks ago. Then he went on the on the four week, and you know after his debacle this week, he's on the indefinite. So he's uh, he's got a long road back. Very fair call. Very fair call. I think probably next we're on to Dream Team 87, who's by far and away been the most active trader in the league. I think he's got a trade done every week. Yeah, a lot of respect. Um, he's very active, uh, chucking up good trades. Uh, to, I think he might have lost out on your trade today, but there's a few that are saying the opposite. Uh, no surprises that one of them is the Vipers. Um, but yeah, I, I would I would put him up there with disposable. He's... Even even maybe a bit higher, probably like an eight or a nine. He, he he's definitely not afraid just to accept the the trade if he gets the player he wants to get. For me, he's straight out stand out of the league. For me, he's a ten. Um, a ten? Oh, yeah, come on, mate! 10. Oh, what's no, what's he's a ten. A ten. No. You've got to be accepting good trades, and I still think it was pretty. You 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 took him to the cleanest today, mate. To be honest, and good on you. You accepted a trade that was far weighted towards you. But um, yeah, he got he got taken for a ride today, mate. I I, I hope it turns out that way. I think Shield's still the um, the pick for me. So I guess let's let's quickly talk that trade through. So um, I sent uh, who did I send? I sent Libba and Loney um, to Dream Team eighty seven, and he sent me Shields from Hawthorne, Lambert, and. A second round pick in next year's so draft. So you take the second round pick out of that for starters, right? Yep. Um, Loney and Lambert, uh, two inconsistent players, but at least Lambert's going to get you 130 on the occasions. You know, they a really high score. Loney ain't going to get you that. Yep. Um, Shields for Libba. Libba, what is he? Four games back in from his second recon. Uh, just can't see him continuing to pump out those scores. So you've traded him on a high, as you should. Um, Shields probably getting Shields on his low. Yeah, exactly. You know, you look over his averages in the last eight or nine years, he's very consistently in that kind of mid-80s to 90s average range uh, for a very long period of time. Um, Libba, as yeah, I said, coming off two knee recons, is he, he going to keep those scores up for a long duration? I don't know. I, don't, I can't see it happening. And then you get the and then you get the second round chucked in as well, mate. I think that's yeah, that's a massive key for me because I just don't know that the way Steph Martin's going that he can be a keeper um, for me at the end of the season. So Ruck's probably going to be a priority at some stage. So whether that's going to be a chip that I can use in a trade during the season this season or um, take that to the draft next season, it's going to be handy to get kind of. Um, well, really, to be three, three picks within the first twenty-four um, of recycled players, which should still be where the quality players that have um, had to unfortunately get cut 
um, will be sitting. So, yeah, look, g- good on him. He he got rid of the player he wanted to get rid of, which was you know I think just about every inbox uh, on the list would have had shields chucked at him this week. Uh, I know I did. Um, he got rid of him. He got the players he wanted into the club, even though it cost him a bit more than what he probably wanted. He got the deal done, so good on him. Yeah, that's yeah. And that's, yeah, and that's certainly where his rating kind of comes from. Um, like, we hadn't talked about that trade at all until this morning, and probably within half an hour, we had the platform of what the trade was going to be, and then it just came down to whether um, kind of my mids that were a little bit in doubt were named. Um, and there it was, it was done. So he is, there's no mucking around. Um, uh, he listens to kind of what you're after. Um, you know, there's a little bit of back and forth around kind of the small parts of the trade, but it was done. So, yeah, good trader. We'll, uh, I, agree with, I agree with that. We'll, we'll go a nine. We'll go a nine. And the, the other reason as well, I'll give him a nine and a half because he's, he's the only team at the bottom of the ladder well, the bottom kind of four teams, you're down there, but I won't, I won't include you because you'll, you'll go up. Um, that is actively trading. He's trying to improve his team. Geelong isn't doing anything. Gypsies definitely isn't doing anything. Um, Dream Team is, is getting the trades done, trying to trying to manoeuvre to work his way back up. So good on him. Yeah, and there is there is some thought behind his trades. Like speaking to him today, you know, he's counting on the fact that, you know, Ablett's probably going to get forward eligibility. Um and a few other things. So he's definitely kind of thinking through and planning for his team. So I don't think it'll be the last last trade we'll see from him. Mm-hmm. So and watch I, this space. I think that's pretty well everyone, obviously, other than ourselves. So I don't know that we, we can really judge ourselves. No, I don't think we did do legless. Yeah, let's talk about legless. Um, offer him a Crows player and I think you'll get a deal done. That seems to be the way we legless. Um You've got to say O'Brien was a brilliant pickup off the uh, free agency list for Jacobs. Uh, he's probably gone with a similar approach as what I went with the Frio players, where he knew that no one else would pick O'Brien. So if, Dar- if well, for me, Darcy, um, he, so he's left O'Brien just sat there waiting for Jacobs to have a week off. So he worked that out very well. Um, in terms of trades, though, has, has he got a trade done? I don't think he has, has he? I don't think he has, no. No, he's had a controversial drop with Dunstan this week, but no, he's... Yeah, well, that, that, that baffled me a bit. Surely someone would have traded for Dunstan. I would, I would have offered him something for Dunstan. He probably wouldn't have got what... You know, he's not an A-grader. He's a fringe player, but when he's in, he's going to get you, I would have thought, somewhere between a 70 and a 90. Um, maybe he had a down week last week, but I'm pretty sure I checked and he got a 90 against Frio. Yeah. Um, so to have a guy like that on your bench, and if he does play, it's a bonus. You know, someone would have given something. So um, the fact that he didn't try to trade gets him a lower rating. I would have thought. Opinions on that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd probably tend to agree with that. Uh, it's a tricky one. Like, uh, yeah, I'm. I'd still. I'm not 100 percent sure whether he would have got something for him that he would have wanted. He probably would have just thought, ah, oh, I, I can probably get the same thing off the waiver list. But I don't know that he tried, and that's that's the key thing here. You still got to shop him around. There, there could have been a young bloke that he uh, could have got that is probably not going to get dropped, and you know, still go on with it. Um, probably like I don't know that in my case I would have given Setterfield up, but that kind of ilk of player that they're not really one hundred percent set yet. They're still young, but 
they could catch fire and there might have been a young kid like that that he could have got off someone. So, oh, Clearly, I mean, Disposable had a bit on him. You had a bit on him. Um, teams Gyp- like Durham Team 87, maybe Merker. Gypsies uh, was going to put a bit on him and we talked about it and I said, don't waste your time, mate, because I've already got a bit on. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Um, so Sydney Stack, I hope he was worth it for you, Gypsies. I've got to say, I did look at Stack. I thought he would have... I didn't think anyone would actually put a bit on him. Um, so I was watching him as a, to come out as a free agent, but you, you can't get a... Yeah, the one... One hit wonder players uh, seem to be getting picked up quite a lot. I've been guilty of it as well. I grabbed Team, Norton, but Norton will be good. Yeah, Norton, I think, is fine. Team Awesome have got kind of last week's one hit wonder. Jack Ross, what was your thoughts on that? I don't even know who the fuck he is. Is that right? Richmond. Richmond, Jack Ross. No, I've never heard of him. Never heard of him. Jack Ross, uh, yeah. First game, apparently. Yeah, some star junior and finally got his chance with all Richmond's outs. Oh, mate. No, never heard of him. Um, if, if they're a one-hit wonder and they're a mature age player um, coming in, then yeah, fair enough. But if they're an 18, 19-year-old uh, coming in for their first game, just because they get 30 in a, in a VFL doesn't mean they're going to come and get 30 in the AFL. So, uh, I've got to say, though, Stack will be good. Uh, I do like that pickup. Uh, I think he'll be a very good player, but not he's not going to get another 90, I wouldn't have thought, this year. Probably not. I mean, it's interesting then. He probably may fit then into Slippery's 13, depending on what he's doing with his squad kind of going forward. Might be mm. a real real long-term rebuild the way he's going. Yeah, I think he, he, he might be panicking a little bit, mate, because, I mean, he's 13. If you look through his team, I don't, I don't think it's, it's too bad. It just tails away a bit from there. Maybe like from his 15th player to the 26th. It's kind of that bottom 8, 9, 10, 11 that yeah. uh, are all waiver wire like type players. He's picked them up. They're young though. So you got the likes of you know Jake Lloyd, Tom Langdon you'd keep, Yo, Rockcliffe, Lyons, Parrish, Berry you'd all keep, Wits you'd keep. Petraka, Chera, Zach Fisher. You know, he's got he's got a decent core there. Yeah, interesting team. And Sydney Stack would probably depends what he does for the rest of the year. I think he's just in the wrong team, Sydney Stack. If he stays at Richmond, I don't know he's gonna get, but if he if he ends up leaving, he could be a bargain later, yeah. like a year or two down the track. Yep. Agreed. Worth keeping for now though, I'm not sure. Agreed. Did we rate did we rate Legless? I don't think we did. We talked about him. No, we talked about him. Um, oh. I'm going to say I reckon he's around that four. You might want to rate him lower because of what he said about your matchup with Slippery Gypsies last week, though. I guess zero from me, mate. Zero from me. How disrespectful to a team who scored more points than you on the ladder. He's got Unbelievable. a he's got a mouth on him. Got a mouth on him, that kid. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I'll I'll be nice and I'll give him a one. But purely, it's it's hard to rate teams that haven't had a trade, um, and aren't really actively pursuing a trade. Though, again, I might be might be wrong. I don't know if he's requested any trades from anyone, but um, to my knowledge, he hasn't completed one. I don't think he completed a trade last year or the year before. So, yeah, I think one pretty much suits him. Mate. He needs to get a trade done and get his rating up. I think. 
you heard it here first, like, let's get it done, mate. Get it done. And uh, Manic Monkeys does not write Pollock. <laughs> does anybody try write Pollock? Um, no, I can't say he's one that I really... He probably is like Dustin Martin for me. I, I just wouldn't really want him on my team. But then again, would I have two weeks ago thought I'd have Shields on my team? Probably not. So I guess you never say never. At least Shields is consistent. I'm saying that if he tags, if they use him as a tagger, he can drop you the occasional 60 as well. So Yeah. We'll yeah, see how we go. See who wins that trade in the end, I think. See how we go. Now, we've got uh, two other trades that occurred during the week. Obviously, we've already talked about today's one. So uh, the other trades were basically within 10 minutes of the lockout lifting. Um, on Sunday, uh, Team Awesomer uh, received Hurley for his back line and sent Wingard off to Dream Team 87. What was your thoughts on that one? Wingard. So Wingard's forward, forward mid eligible. So I think that was the main attraction for Dream Team 87. That's a very, that's an interesting trade, eh? Um, what do we, what do we rate Awesomer? Awesome uh, was uh, seven or eight, I believe. And he got Hurley, did he? He received Hurley and sent Wingard over to Dream Team 87. So no doubt they were speaking about it on the weekend, I would say. I like that. I like that trade, eh? Um, Wingard's an interesting one. Obviously, he's playing forward at the moment purely because he, he's coming off limited limited minutes uh, off injury. If he comes good, he's going to... No, go in, he'll go in the midfield at the Hawks, I would have thought. Get back to his kind of 90 average, 80, 90, something like that. But to get a key back, that's the hardest spot to, to get your average up, to be honest. Oh, I would, If I can get an 80, 90 averaging defender for, you know, for a 90 average forward, that's, that's, that's a good deal. Yeah, very good yeah. deal. Defence is definitely the hardest position to fill. Much for muchness, mate. Much yeah, for muchness. Much for muchness. And, and then we had uh, a bit of a mega trade. Well, there was five players swapped. I don't know how mega the trade was um, between Geelong Vipers and Disposable Heroes. So Disposable Heroes sent uh, Dion Prestia, Reese Stanley and Charlie Kerno to Geelong Vipers and in return received Dustin Martin and Tom Bellchambers. How good is the boff, mate? That's 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 a good trade, I reckon. He's, so he, he doesn't fuck around. And so I'm he's pretty very good inclusion to the league, mate. Very good I'm, inclusion. Yeah, I'd hundred percent agree. I'm pretty sure he got Charlie Kerner off the waivers. Possibly I think he was waived by the long vipers when he first got <laughs> yeah, the injury. That's hilarious. Stanley, I'm not sure if, if disposable drafted or not, but certainly he was just a backup sitting on his bench. So once again, just one of those kind of many um, players along with disposable stars that he had. So he could flick him off and tell tell Vipers, hey, here's your backup, um, backup ruck. And Prestia, what's your thoughts on Prestia? I've never been a massive fan. I I, to be honest, I don't like any Richmond players in fantasy. Um, they're not big I, scorers. No, they're, they're not big scorers at all. They, they're, they're a team built around a lot of small forwards, um, so I'm not a massive fan, but if you were going to have one, you'd have Martin. 
um, and hope he comes good. I think he's got him pretty cheap. Bell Chambers is obviously, if he had stamp, was oh no, he's got Grundy in his ruck, hasn't he? So really, they've just swapped bench bench ruckman. Swapped bench ruckman because uh, I think Geelong's got West off, who was originally forward at the start with Bell Chambers starting in the ruck, and then Bell Chambers didn't perform and. Um, Westhoff got moved into the ruck. So Stanley, you would think he's probably just going to look to see what Stanley's scoring. I guess it may open some options where if Stanley can get a, a solid 70 even, um, he can move Westhoff into the forward line and it probably strengthens his forward line. So maybe that's what he's thinking. thinking yeah, I think he, he wins that deal, Vipers. Because, um, yeah, you go ruck for ruck, which is muchness for muchness. Is that how you say it? Yep, much of a muchness. I've heard it 50,000 times, so I should know it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so really, it's Prestia and Kerno for Martin. Um, and that's this that's year, pretty fair. Pretty fair. And Kerno's a star if he gets going again. Yeah, well, that's what I was getting at. Prestia is probably averaging pretty similar to Martin this year. Um, so really, he's got Kerno for free. Pretty much. Uh, and he's, he's going to be a star, mate. So... He just needs to get out of Carlton, to be honest. Get a bit of bit of more delivery into the into the fourth half. But um, yeah, to me, he's got Kerno for free. But if Martin comes good, that means he's got another hundred and twenty plus player. Well, I think I think if I think if Martin comes good, he's got a ceiling that's probably twenty more than Prestia. So for kind of having that benefit of a higher ceiling player, that's where he's had to give up Kerno, who at this stage is probably has to sit on. Viper's bench until he does come good. Um, so, yeah, I reckon pretty fair trade. Well done by the boys. Yeah, another another mega trade from the Disposable Heroes. Well done. Well yeah. done. Very good addition. And that's that's about it for this week. We've pretty well covered off kind of the main rumours that I've heard was around Bruce and Christensen getting shipped, uh, getting shopped around. Obviously, Shields and Lambert, um, which ended up, ended up accepting. Hanley's been thrown up in a lot of rubbish trades from Slippery Gypsies. And That's, so, what is Hanley averaging? I think about 55. Just drop him to the free agency list and get someone half decent. <laughs> Seriously. I think there's, he's, there's, there's defenders on that list that are getting more than that. I think he's this year's uh, Scott Lysett for Slippery Gypsies. So. <laughs> He's either going to yeah. see him go on a trade or he's going to be holding on to him. I think he'll be holding on to him, to be honest, mate. I just think his career is well past. Uh, he's obviously playing a role at, under Dewey that uh, he's not getting midfield minutes. So, yeah. Definitely. And I think, I think I, that. Sorry, go ahead, mate. If, if he gets a trade done that includes Hanley, I'll tip my hat to him. He'll be off the list, mate, because that'd be uh, some. Uh, Hard sell. Gift, gift to the cab, mate. He'd be, be doing a. Tr- uh, are you, mate? He'd be doing a you gift of the gab to get a, tra- a bad player out of your club. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we'd probably agree. I think the trade to look out for possibly over the next week is, I think, an Aussie Merker, Slippery Gypsies deal kind of involving O'Meara and Rockliffe. Um, kind of, I know Slippery will want another player, maybe Cousins. That would be my suggestion. Um, I reckon that's the next next trade to happen, but you never know. With Disposable and Dream Team 87 around, um, there's always a chance of another trade dropping at any moment. Well, I know Disposable has offered for Rockliffe. Uh, what he's offered, I'm not, I'm not too sure. He's also tried to get Fife from me. Um, he threw Parker at me 
uh, with a second player, but I wasn't wasn't overly keen on Parker. Um, so he's still fishing around, uh, and I'm sure Dream Team, as you said, still fishing around. So watch this space for Rockcliffe. I think I'll be very interested to see what that deal ends up being. Yep, I think he's the next big one to go. Yeah, that's it. All right, mate. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, I think that wraps us up for Trade Whispers. Thank you very much, Hawker. It's uh, great to be back. Welcome, Stars. Hello, all. Hello, all the fans. Yep, Luxembourg, here we come. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. First game. Um, I'm... I wish we could move the fixturing so that Hawker wasn't always the first guy I yeah, had to bloody talk about. Yeah, we seem to always be talking about him, don't we? Uh, well, if he doesn't talk about himself, he'll let us do it as well. Yeah, and off the bat, I mean, I'm going out on a limb here, and I'm calling this my lock of the week. Who's I mean, your lock? Tim Orsimer. The highest scoring versus the lowest scoring. It's 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 going out on a limb. I, uh, I I'd see. I'm on the other. I'm on the other. My shoes on the other foot here. I reckon. I reckon Hawker might snatch a W here, and I. I, I hate to say it, but it's looking close. And I reckon he just might get over the line. Um, for me, with Hawker, I mean, Big Widow's back, 106. I, I, it didn't look like he was playing, but somehow managed to get his kick-ins. That's the sort of play you want, getting, one that you don't even see and scores your points. Getting the cheapies. Um, the other thing I like for Hawker this week is he's got a lot of crows up against Gold Coast. So he's got Malira, Sloan. Um, yeah, lots. He's got... Yeah, okay, lots. he's only got... He's got two... He's got two crows. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I'm backing them to go big. So, and look, I, I like him. But more importantly, Cruiser is back. The number one is he? He's draft pick. Oh, well, he's tentatively back. And uh, do you reckon Hawker's going about my check? Is his uh, waiver wire? Oh, do you reckon he's might? I, I think he might. I think he might be say. happy with that. Yeah. I think he might be happy with uh, picking up the guys that on the other side here. For wait, hold on, hold on. The one, the one big question. I think we should just take a. Few seconds silence for mm. Chris Mayne fracturing okay. his back. Yeah, been carrying Hawker for a few weeks now. We'll be sore from that. Is it going to be a no main, no Hawker? It could be the spiritual leader. On the other side, Tim Orsonmar. He's actually got Doherty on the field, so it looks like he's going to have a loop the loop action with Hodgie. Um, bit of a risk seeing that that only takes us one more laid out, and you're in the Bit of strife there. And James Aish with the 20 points knocked out. Not too happy with that. But hopefully his new recruit, Michael Hurley, can um, score big for him. In the midfield, probably the first sort of failure for Lockie now. Still 67. There's been there's been worse failures. 76. Uh, so, no, he's no, 76, he's no right? Shannon Hearn. Um, but the rest of his midfield is, is absolutely top-notch. Probably the best midfield in the competition at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Callum Sinclair he's hoping Callum Sinclair bounces back he had a 30 odd last week it was shocking uh, who's, he, who's he up against uh, Nank Nervous and Nank well, he, he has to, it has to go Nank. better and in the in the forward line the goat Matt Tabiner. I think he's going to have another blinder <laughs> maybe maybe uh, oh, very I'm, thin in the forward line I'm, on paper it looks kind of close even the projected scores are pretty close but I'm just backing in the top scorer to keep on his ways yeah, I don't, I don't. For me, I just think that forward line looks a lot like Gary Ablett's hairdo. It's very thin with Devin Smith not playing. Mm. Should we move on to the the next game? Yep. I've got this as my game of the round. Um, 
I think this one is going to be close. It's first versus eleventh, so you know it won't sound close. But uh, first versus ninth. Ace. Okay, so mine's got Butch uh, Dream Team eighty seven no. as eleventh oh, over here. Failure. Um, Trelaw one twenty. I mean, got to be happy with that. It looks like he lost some points after the siren there with some late fix ups, but. Big score, nonetheless. Uh, he's got Liber and Loney have come into the side. They're big recruits, especially with Liber playing Carlton this week. Loney, a bit of an unknown, um, but I think he's a good youngster. And versus Melbourne, he should should come, you know, should come with some points. Um, I think an interesting one here is: Does Gary Ablett in his midfield get DPP status? Has to surely. Yeah, and I think that that makes that uh, just you know probably get Maston on the field at some point. It makes that forward line look a bit nicer. Um, but he's got one week to wait for that. And other question, how how big do you think Gorn can go against Rowan Marshall? Marshall's been good. He's no English. Marshall's okay. Marshall's been okay, but I don't. I think Gorn will get the points in taps. So he Marshall's should, got around the ground, so I think he'll get some hit-outs there. Yeah. Um, and, look, the, the only thing here, the defence is a bit of an unknown. He'll be hoping Williams and, you know, Jordan Lewis can do more than they have been. Yep. On the other side, I don't want to talk about a team that smashed me and scored 1,670 last week. That's... Kiss on the dick. That's unbelievable. Kiss. Um, yeah, absolutely blitz me. Another one of the defenders that he's got, Alex Keith, is scoring very high for... Did you know he used to play cricket? Uh, yeah, I heard there was a rumour that he used to play cricket. Um, um, he just loves the plus sixes when they switch it in defence. Hopefully doesn't. Hopefully it gets named this week. I mean, Crows should be dropping some players after their performance. Mm-hmm. Can't the, drop 22. The midfield, I, just like the team before, is also solid. Um, Jacob Hopper, I like now with... As soon as Ward went out, Hopper Hopper's scoring does increase. Yeah, I think so. I think his value increases as well as far as, you know, mid fifth midfielder. Yep. And Jack Bowers last week, I mean, just game-winning goal. Yeah. Yeah, you nice. And um, the forward line, probably the weakest part of this field, but that's not, that's not saying much. You've got some really good players there. The only thing I might say in the... Um, Bailey Williams surely comes back in defence. That will make his team even stronger. Yeah, I think so. I think I mean I'd be putting him on the field against Carlton as well if yep. he's been named. Yeah. So overall, I mean, you got Dream Team eighty seven projected to win this, but I'm just going days of confused. But the, I saw it firsthand last week of what what he can score. Caleb Daniel DPP this week. Um, yeah, he could get the the defence defence forward. Yep. So that could be pretty handy as well. Yep. Next game. Well, what have we got? Vipers. Um, mm, oh dear. Oh dear. Uh, I hate to say it, Vipers, but I'm, I'm predicting another loss here. I, I mean, you need a win, and you deserve a win. You haven't, you haven't been as bad as the scoreboard's saying. Um, but, you know, tonight, I think... How? How? Ice, ice on the hamstring. And how? Harris Andrews. Got how had a shocker. Two hammies in the one in the one game. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't bank on that. You just. What do you do? Um, look, he'll be hoping that his three Carlton boys in the midfield though, in Cripps, Colonel, Murphy, can have a big game against the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs. Whoever plays the Bulldogs tends to score high points, and the Bulldogs players like to score high points, so they tend to be fairly fantasy friendly games. So he'll be hoping for. a Big big game from his uh, from his bulldogs and and then you know on the flip side Dunkley he's got Dunkley and Dunkley play Carlton so oh I hope so he's spotting <laughs> up my fancy team yeah well I, yeah I I managed to get rid of him in my classic team but yeah, uh, yeah look you'll be hoping for a return there and the Boke 
Will he get the tag? Does he cop the Hutchings tag? And if that's the case, that that's not good for our boy. Mm-hmm. But yep, that look. I think I think it's going to be a tough one here. But he's hey, he's got Alan Christensen to the solid sixty-eight. Yep. On the other side here for Mirko, he's got a nice solid defence. Not too many weaknesses. Brad Shepherd's going well. Finn Lacey's been a revelation up forward. Um, Rampy's also you know he just he, he, he scores. Doesn't have a really has a bad game. Um, absolutely. Great midfield. Gaff is back. Gaff is in beast mode at the moment. Um, it's going to be a wet weather game, though. I don't know how he goes in the yes. wet. Yes, and Redden's been good, but again, the Gaff factor, I think, has hurt a few of the other midfielders for West Coast. Mm. Um, Redden, Sheed, and Hutchings have suffered a little bit. Gibbs surely comes back in. Oh, mate, surely, but uh, no guarantee the way he was playing. Although he did, he did, did some... Damaging football in uh, in the sandfall and uh, just a honourable mention, Shane Mumford. Love him. Yeah, he just puts the fear of God in he, other, other players, isn't it? It's fantastic. Rory Rory Lobb could be uh, could be in hospital. Ooh. Speaking of of rucks, Aussie Merker, he's got Mumford. Yep, tick. Goldstein, tick. Archie Smith, tick. And Ron Marshall to get DPP surely. Tick. Uh, That's four rucks. I think he's managed to overtake. Hawker yes. for the, the Ruck Stakes. So I'll be interested to see if he gets on the move um, with a bit of trading for people that have no Rucks, Simon. Uh, yep, don't know. Wouldn't know. Wouldn't know what having a Ruck is like. But again, I think he's too busy flaunting around the uh, the European landscape. Um, who's, your, who's your tip for that game? Jeez, oh, I've got to go with Merker. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, sorry Vipers. It's just they're not only like, mate. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next oh, one. Look, um, look, who's playing who? Stars versus Legless. The grudge match. The, the grudge match. Um, itchy and scratchy. This, this is the only one that counts, really, for us. I think so. Uh, uh, look, I couldn't kill us. What happened? Uh, Stars. I'll talk about your team um, yeah. because you know, we don't want to be talking about our own boys. Um, first of all, I'd just like to make the point. I don't think Stars can lose this game or the flag. I think he is an absolute lock for the whole season. Um, don't want to give him the mocks, but can't see a bad thing happening for him. Um, just running through his team, Tarrant, big recruit. I like that. That was a good call. Yep. People, um, people, people, anyone put a bid on him or was it just you? Uh, I was pretty high, so I put a bid on. Yep, I, I think it was a good call. I don't know if you're saving your bids because it's going to do you any good because it's not getting any better on the waiver wire. Oh, look, I think maybe like Slippery's, you're just hoping that something, something's good, something good's just around the corner. <laughs> um, McCluggage. Boy, does that boy love a goal. Yep. He loves a sneaky little goal. He loves a seagull. Doesn't, um, loves, the, loves to kick. Yep. Doesn't, kick, know, doesn't know what a hand pass is. The kick-to-handball ratio is perfect for a guy in your midfield. Yep. Um, and I, I just love the kid. I reckon he's going to be a great player. And uh, this is the big... This has got the fear of God in me this week. Cogs and Taranto against Fremantle. This could be a bloodbath. This is this is Delicious. not looking pretty. Metagola, I think, geez, in the forward line there, you'd be pissed off with Metagola's score last week. I mean, something last week. I was that is, pulling out my hair. That is rank. There was not much of that left. Nope. Um, Metagola, yeah, look, I think I'm backing him to lift this week, though. He had 126 against the Hawks last time they played. So, That'd be nice. Yep, I think, I think if he can get anywhere near that, you'd be chuffed. And then, big boy, I think, look, against Ray Stanley in the ruck, I think big boy's going to have a bit of a monster game here as well. Hopefully. On the other side, what's this bud got? Lockie Whitfield. Again, I mean, we keep going about Lloyd. This guy is the best defender. Um, potentially getting, should get mid or should get at least a second option. 
coming up because he's just running through the midfield with no one standing near him. The one thing I'm really concerned about is the two young Port boys playing West Coast in defence, Houston and Ryan Burton, um, might not score as well as they have done. They gunned it up last week with the um, against Pony, which is what normal players do when they're playing Pony, like to score a few extra points. Yeah, my um, only options to replace those Port boys in defence are with Port boys in defence. Another Port boy in defence, yeah. <laughs> bit like my midfield, you've got, a re- you've got some really good players, and then a few ones tailing was towards the end could be an issue. So like like me, it could be up or down. Um, Cunningham, Greenwood should play, surely. Lord, Sinclair. Has, Greenwood has to get named. Um, Joel Selwood's a bit of a concern with uh, very too, too many midfielders at the moment. Kelly's taking up his midfield time. Um, Riley O'Brien... If he's scoring your 80s, you'd be taking that every day. Yeah, look, I think against Jared Woods this week, he might struggle. Um, whereas the forward line, if this goes off, it's going to go big. Kelly, McDonald, Mundy, Warpool, all sort of players. Atley, I mean, here's your last forward spot. Show me a, show me a team that's got a, a really good MF5. He's no Bruce Matheson. No. Um, hopefully he gets dropped next week. Uh, look, I hate to say it, but I actually am just moderately tipping stars in this one. Uh, well, I did. I'm win. I'm gone. Win loss. Win loss. So Andrew for a win. <laughs> we'll move over to the next game. This is my lock of the week. Disposables. Just he is gonna. This is a call. <laughs> this is a call of cops. Oh, this is gonna be horrible again. He is gonna absolutely destroy gypsies. Um, gypsies. All I can say is make a trade, mate. Just you gotta. You gotta put something yes. out there. Um, uh, Josh Walker, ninety-one for for Brisbane, mate. Yeah, off the waiver wire, I was having a look at him with uh, Tarrant. But... I, I like the pickup, bold move, but he, he can be a bit of a whipping boy for them. Get you know in and out, but that's a good score. You're going to be happy yep. with that. Beams ninety-five again. I'd be pretty happy with that from the midfield, given that that Collingwood midfield bat's pretty deep. Um, Grundy really, really struggled tonight with a seventy-eight, mm, and um, I'll be looping that in classic. I would say that the Hawks can be restrictive on a guy like Dangerfield, but you know, as everyone says, it's the big stage, and Dangerfield loves to get in front of a camera. So I dare say he'll he'll rack up the ball. Yep. Um, I think he'll be he'll also be helping that um, Dusty can lift this week and not elbows, just output. Like get the ball, just yep. kick, kick it, ignore the tag. Mm. What have we got on the other side Slipping of the fence? Gypsies. What, have we got anything? What, Is no, there anything? Yes, <laughs> we'll find we'll find some uh, diamonds in the rough here. Jack Lloyd. 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 Um, I don't think he's he's gone. It hasn't gone over one thirty, but hasn't under one twenty so far this season. So <laughs> look, if you told me that he's going to get anywhere between yeah. one twenty and one thirty, I'd be um, pretty happy with that. Defence is okay. Cade Simpson's he's been an absolute gun for us over the last what how many years? Twenty years now. Yeah, he's, yeah, twenty thirty he's, years. He's got the most losses of any other AFL football well, in history. I think how I think the statistic been? is most losingest. Yes, most losingest. Which look sounds a bit like Dripsies at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, midfield, Yo. Again, Gaff coming back. Yo, he's been not as as good as you hope. Rockcliffe, the pig. It's is... in the mud. It's going to be in the mud tomorrow yeah, night. A pig loves the mud. He loves the mud. Jared Lyons, thirty-seven tonight. That's mm. that's a yeah. Yep. hard to take. The really. potatoes need watering. Um, plus side. I mean, if you said Jared Witts versus Grundy, you would think Grundy's going to win that easy. But Jared Witts is going to take some points away. Who's he playing? Adelaide. So uh, no, no, no rucks. He's got no, no rucks there. Jared no. Witts. I think it's going to help peg it back. Um, 
Yeah, forward line. Robbie Gray, Petrarca, they're all solid, but do they have the star power against something the likes of Dangerfield, uh, McLean, I think Hoffers? I think you should have had Rainer on the field this week. Yeah. Um, look, Callum Ward also, the big out, um, that's, that really hurts, doesn't it? With a 10 last week with a knee. Yeah. What, what can you do? It hurts the comp as well. We all love Wardy. Yeah, yeah we all do. Um, uh, so, yeah, overall, um, <laughs> disposable heroes. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's got to be. Sorry, Slippery. Uh, and if it isn't the next game, if it isn't Krabby McCrabface uh, himself, Mr. Krabs, uh, just players that love to kick to kick. Mate, you beat him last week. What are you whinging about? Oh, did I? You pantsed him. Did I, did I pants him? Yeah, you pants him. Oh, well, uh, Pony, I think you must be due for a win because you're not playing me this week. Um, look, I think Jack Crisp, 103, what a, what a crab. He is just king crab, uh, other than last week. Um... Yeah, you got to be happy with that. Maynard, 70s, nice. Rich is still, again, another slime at 93 points. What a bastard. Um, loves a kick. It does love a kick. Um, I, I just think those back, that back line, he's just manages to get scores. Um, Josh Kelly in that mid, just that whole midfield, really, I think has been really good. Um, it bats deep, and if Stephen plays for me, that is a... Tomlinson being his worst midfielder, you'd be taking that every day of the week, especially against Fremantle. Yeah. I don't know if I can say how much Freo's midfield leaks points and just stink. Um, I think there might be some looping going on here with uh, with Jaden Stevenson, yeah, 89. Do you, do you find a way to get him on the field? He's got, uh, he's got Setterfield there anyway. So. Oh, does Setterfield play this week, do you think? No. He's been rubbed out. Oh, really? Yep. I, I reckon there might be some loop happening. I think, I, think a, I think I'll see what's going on there. Um, yeah, look, the mid's bat deep is all I can say. Looping Jaden. I've got Ponyfish down here for the big W and not just being a wanker. Kane Lamb is back in his team. I thought you traded him out. Uh, no, that's a that was a big inclusion, actually. I didn't mention that. Yeah, Kane Lambert. He's got Kane Lambert in this week. And I think I like that inclusion. And he's got Liam Shields coming in, sitting on the bench. But yep, underrated. Underrated player, but with a midfield batting deep. I mean, he's got Tomlinson. I think he'll be looking to trade out some midfielders once Shields come he loves, in. He loves to trade. He mm-hmm. either loves to trade himself or get other people involved. The whisperer. <laughs> uh, on the other side, Manic Monkeys. Uh, what have we got here? So, pony, the pony factor is real. Teams playing pony fish do like to score about 50, 100 points above what they're projected to. Mm-hmm. So, I'm expecting Manic Monkeys to really step up. Um, defence is defense is good. You've got the likes of Tom Stewart, Luke Ryan. They've they are two outstanding plays. Again, I raised the uh, the port factor against West Coast. Quite restrictive. Darcy Byrne-Jones and Duesma. Are they going to get the points that they have been recently? I don't think so. I, I'm, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Um, midfield solid. Um, a, few, a few lower scores. So side bottom suffering this year with the amount of mids that Collingwood have. Zorko... Just not getting it done. No. And then Dom Sheed with the gaff factor. Everyone's talked about it. Yeah, I think it's been... But five coming in, it's a big in. Yeah, he'll need... And who's that last midfielder? He, this guy seems to be doing the rounds. Cam ellis Yeoman. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, just just be wary. Pony had him last week, and it could have been the... Mm. the uh, He's been cursed by yeah, Pony. Yeah. Rory Lobb playing solo ruck. Who would have thought... He, I thought oh, he, I, think, I thought he got Sean Darcy. That might be a bit of a mistake. Sean Darcy might be... Play, uh, no? No. No, Sean Darcy doesn't look like he's been... He might be extended bench. That's weird. I thought... I thought Lobb came to Frio not to play Ruck, but there you go, he's in the Ruck. Um, in the forward line, Jack Nunes. Uh, we've all been burnt by him in the previous years, but turns out this is the year. 
Um, How many yeah. goals did Dugowie kick tonight? I mean, obviously not five because he he only scores if he kicks five goals. He's yeah, he's not. He's only kicked three tonight. Not going to get a hundred points with that. No, but he will get your points. Um, which let's face it, it's it's consistency is really is what you're after. Um, not the spuds that get thirty like Menegola. I do. What's in the in the in the bench option? Jack Graham has been dropped. Um, disappointed with that. And Joe Danaher is not named this week. I thought we were expecting him to come in, but he should be better for the long run. Oh, look, I think there's one thing we learnt, that uh, Essendon are a bunch of cows, and yep. cows have calves. Yep. Who are you picking? Um, oh, I don't want to do it. I'm gonna, I don't want to say it, but I have to go pony. <laughs> I mean, we could jinx it by saying it anyway, couldn't we? I mean, yeah. Let's hope, let's hope we're jinxing. It's a sure thing. Pony's a sure thing. <laughs> well, um, look, guys, hopefully... Hopefully you've enjoyed the chat and uh, we're just going to wrap it up and back to you, Hawker.